this other dude sent me a fucking podcast with this guy Joey Diaz on it. Funny as fuck. And uh, I was just like, fucking run it, dude. Go ahead. So we listened to Joey Diaz talk, and I was just like, this guy is so relatable. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like, that he's, Joey Diaz reminds me of my grandmother. Jeez. <laughs> Your grandmother must have been a very strong woman. In many ways. Yeah. In many ways she was. And he's hilarious. He goes on Joe Rogan a lot. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I, I mean, I wouldn't have listened to Joe Rogan if it wasn't for Joey Diaz. Really? Yeah. So huh. you just listen to his podcast alone? No, I think I think the what flagged me to the Joe Rogan podcast was the Joey Diaz podcast. Okay. Like the, the Joey Diaz edition mm-hmm. of Joe Rogan's podcast. You still listen to him, Joey Diaz? Sometimes. I mean, when it pops up, you know, I don't like go. I don't search for it too, very often. Do you like his stand up? It's hard to remember what a stand-up was, but I'm sure there's, I mean, there's some banging bits yeah, that he's got, sure. man. <laughs> Yo, are we, are we recording? How apes, are we looking? Apes are live. Apes are live. Apes have been live, I think. Apes have been live. After our apes today. <laughs> after our, in the dark apes. In the dark. Okay, guys. So based on like all the podcasts I've seen, they got like cool stuff on the table. Uh-huh. So I got these, uh, I got these for the podcast. Okay. That's the camera right there. Show them, show oh, the camera. Oh, yeah? What's over there? here? Yeah. You can Give them a little close-up. How are you, how are you looking? <laughs> they're just, uh, they're called That's It, but the, the idea is that they're fruit bars and literally all I have is fruit. Oh, for real? Yeah. You fire. just eat fruit? No, I, it's, I eat, wait, everything. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, like, don't want to. I want to eat, like, the thing that's going to make me feel the best. Hmm. What makes you feel, do you keep track of what you eat and how it makes you feel? I've wanted to start doing that, but I haven't gotten around. I to think it. I think what's happening is I'm just as I'm becoming older, more experienced, I'm becoming more conscious about my body because I have more experiences to compare it to. Word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, dude, can you tell us about your jacket? I'd love to. Please. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this is my grandmother's. She was, uh, I, I inspired her to, like, clean her closet out, maybe, mm-hmm. like, Burning Man time l- last year. And, yeah, cause, so there wasn't a Burning Man, so I, like, went to, like, take care of my grandma. I hadn't seen her in a couple years. Mm-hmm. And um, I helped her clean out her closet, and she pulls this out of the closet, and I'm, like, I'm, like I kind of just, like, chuckle, and she was, like, Oh, this thing's fucking badass. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, cool. I'm like, where did you fucking get this? Like, how you been holding on to this for like how long? She goes, oh, 30, 40 years. I'm like, damn. What? <laughs> so she goes, yeah. I'm like, where'd you get it? And she goes, well, I was at a rock show. And the guy up on stage, the guy playing guitar, was wearing it. And he was fucking rocking out. And part of the way. <laughs> Through the show, he uh, got hot, took it off, and threw it in the crowd. Damn. And threw it at her. Who was the That's guy? That's a good question, right? That's what you would ask your grandmother if, yeah. if yeah. she told you the story, exactly right? exactly what I would ask her. And she was like, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> She's yeah. like, grandson, that was fucking 40 years ago. And I'm like, I think I would remember if someone threw this jacket at me, dude. Yeah. I think I would make a little note about that. Mm. And she's like... She's like, 
Ah, oh, Grandstand. There was there was so many fucking concerts. How could I how could I remember one? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't. I couldn't understand. Well, I've had this jacket for a fucking year, and I fucking get it, dude. It's a yeah. baller jacket. Yeah, I saw you with that jacket. <laughs> yeah. The other day. Did you wear it to Factory Town the other day? Absolutely. Did we see each other there? I don't think I saw. No, you. he didn't leave the floor, so. I was yeah, I was there the entire time. Yeah. You didn't even go into like where the that part that I met you at the psychedelic uh, arts. How was that, by the sick. way? You didn't leave yeah. the floor, the dance floor. I went once to make a PP and get a lollipop, and then and I you danced all night. Yeah. How many hours? Six and a half, seven. What time you get there? Like twelve thirty, twelve forty-five. Yeah. And, and you left when they closed down it. Yeah. At six fifty-one a.m. Dancing, Plus, still dancing. I was still there at seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was so much fun, dude. Isn't it funny that I know what time they close down to the minute? Yeah, that is kind of funny. Yeah. Wait, what you Why say? do you know that? At what time? Because I was there too, bro. <laughs> oh, fire, bro. Let's go. And I was, I was in a motherfucking psychedelic trance. Amazing. I Explain. was in a trance state. Can you wow. uh, expand on that? Absolutely, dude. Nice. I've been fucking delirious from, I mean, this is Miami. A lot of times you just don't have time to sleep. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah, that's happening yeah. here, guys, is so fucking interesting. That literally, you can you can convince yourself that sleeping isn't worth it. Mm. That's a fair argument. Yeah, dude. So it really teaches you to align your priorities. Like, <laughs> what is actually fucking important to me right now? And dude, sometimes it's, it's sometimes it's out of your hands. Like it is what it is, and like you might have to be up for forty hours. Yeah, yeah. and you might be up for forty hours, and you might find yourself. At Factory Town at six thirty in the morning, sun coming up, go go dancers dressed like demonic villains, <laughs> just fucking like you're just off staring off in the distance, barely going. You know your body's in a fucking like, just your body's in like survival mode. Yeah, for sure, just lugging on for its life. But that fucking face is just driving you, dude, and that mm-hmm. like you just, you're, you're here and you're not here. Yeah. You gotta move. Like, you, but, there's nothing else you can do in the dance floor. Especially, like, when yeah. it's really good. Right. You just move without even knowing you're moving. If you're on that dance floor and you're not moving, it's because you fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only option. That's the only thing. No, so, yeah, it was really fun. We we thought some guys wanted to, like, kill us at one point. Cause so, <laughs> we might have been. <laughs> do you remember that shit? Bro, because we were, we were dancing. Can we want to talk about what you were on? Besides the fucking no, I was I was on life, bro. I was enjoying myself, having a good time with my friends. And one of one of Ryan's boys, just like starts running, and he's like, "Dude, bad vibes, bad vibes." Because three guys had pulled up, and they were just like standing there, like you're saying, like they were just not moving, just like this. Mm. And this guy was sus, super sus. And this kid was saying they're like they have a weapon or some shit. Yeah. So we all kind of greened out a little and and Mm -hmm. like evacuated. Next purchase a fanny pack. <coughs> I need that in my needed. life. Fanny pack? It's needed if you want to go dancing. Legendary, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I got the best, the only fanny pack I've ever desired that I, I also got. I found it at one of those like swap meets that they have on, on the playa at Burning Man. Hmm. Like the roadside swap meets. Dude, I want to know how's Burning Man? How many times have you been? I've you... been twice now. Wow. And how's yeah. it been? How Also, first off. What's the process of going to Burning Man? Like, do you, you can't, is it tickets or is it? It's, that's like saying, like, what's the process of being alive? <laughs> Fuck. You know, there's 80,000 lives that come together in a, in a fucking, like, dry desert lake bed. Uh-huh. And they bring all their shit with them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But uh, is there, like, uh, like, 
do you do you pass a gate? Is there a security? Do you have there to is. show a ticket? What's yeah. the how does gate that road work? at Burning Man is four point five miles long. You it probably takes a long. It's time. like it's at least eight lanes wide. And and you do someone have to approve you like to oh, go yeah. in or yep. like based on what like how cool you are or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would that would sound about right. I hear that's like I hear that's how like clubs in Germany are. Yeah, Bergenheim. Have you seen the that game? Bergheim. Yeah. Berg, I think it's like Bergheim. Bergheim. Ryan, you want to deep that real quick? Yeah. What's that club called? There's there's a game <laughs> that it's like a simulator where you walk up to the bouncer, and he he asks you a few questions and then. Like based on how you answer them, he'll let you in or not in the video game. A simulator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's Ryan, it's so lit. Look up, bro. Look up, look up. Bergheim sim- simulator. Okay. That that's a fun little. It's actually real. Little like thing. in Bergheim, they they ask you questions and then they let you in. I I don't know if it's they a vibe do, check. But oh, for if you don't, real? If you don't yeah, pass the vibe check, it's totally a vibe check. What? It doesn't matter. Like you're out, if they don't fu- if the bouncer sick. doesn't fuck with you like you're out but but those there's clubs an entire Instagram weird. page on how to fucking pass the vibe check. <laughs> sure. Yeah, during the virtual I simulation. I follow an Instagram page from the Bergine uh-huh. that identifies the wait times. Jeez. So there's a they post on Instagram how long the wait is. Like an Instagram post. It's like, it's like a whole thing. and it'll be like six six hours twenty five minutes. Yeah, bro. Fuck that. Wow, is it like the most? Is it like a club or is it? I yeah, it's actually own. it's like a retired prison. Mm-hmm. Well, the the clubs in the clubs in Germany are weird though, dude. Really? Just like just people like peeing. There's I, someone told me that one of the guys that were, was a bra that went to Berlin went to some club where just like people were like peeing on each other. Oh, <laughs> like interesting. That, like straight yeah, up. I mean, probably I just I, I can't too. understand how you'll find that uh, like pleasurable. I mean, well, man, do do? I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure, and to each their own, you know, but. Maybe not at a club. There's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that's like, it's attractive because it rubs you the wrong way. Mm. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. There's people who, like, guys who really just like being treated like shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, especially sexually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the most clear... Degradation. Yeah, degradation. That's, like, the clearest way that you're attracted to someone Mm. doing something very wrong to you. Just like peeing on you, or that's strange, man. That's got to be some childhood kicking your balls shit. or something. <laughs> kicking your balls, dude. Yeah, so that's one of them, bro. Yeah. So how how is Burning Man? What's been your experience there like? Um, I've been twice now, and both times have been very different. Hmm. The first year, I was already living in an RV, in like Venice Beach area, and I pretty much. I asked. Uh, my like best friend at the time if he wanted to watch my dog and he was he was like I'm honored but the fucking funny thing is this dude lived on a motorcycle jeez bro he didn't fucking like he was a bit of like a runaway mm. and <laughs> but he had he had like a, a girlfriend and she had a car and an apartment somewhere <laughs> and he was like I'm gonna go so she's watching but here's the thing I knew because of his his love and honor that he was gonna honor my dog mm-hmm and, like, my dog's been through a lot. But my, so my dog's okay with, like, car hopping and, like, been, uh, yeah. camping. Yeah. He's a trooper. Yeah. Not and I know, I, know, I know their bond is irreplaceable. So, like, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm, like, driving the Burning Man from, um, from L.A. in my kind of older truck camper. And I'm there with... Uh, one of my really interesting friends that kind of like introduced me to LA introduced me to this really interesting girl her name is Shab- Shabnam Q 
She is. What's her uh, name? A, yeah, she, I, she's like. I don't know. In her thirties, she's very like elusive in a lot of like ways. Kind of like, mm, pretty cool. Like the flow. Okay. She's yeah. flowing. She's like water. Yep, definitely. What's that word? What's that word, Ryan? Aquamius. No, the one that's kind of Aquanimus. Aquanimus. Is that a is that a word? Yeah, I love that word now. I need to remember it though. Aquanimus. But yeah, so like, um, Shabna was like the first burner I met outside of the the group that got me into the regional burns, local burns. Hmm. Those were those were like my Burning Man people. I happened to move in like I was in LA now. Hmm. They all live in Ann Arbor. The pilgrimage to Burning Man is a spiritual experience. Uh-huh. And from 2,600 miles away, that experience just gets fucking more and more spiritual. <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, like, I I kind of had, like, light work of driving maybe, like, a thousand miles from, from Venice Beach to uh, the Black Rock City. Like, just, mm-hmm. I think it's, like, 80 miles north of Reno. But, um... It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And, like, when a problem happens out there, it's a real problem. Hmm. So. What do you mean by that? Like, help's not, help's not close and mm. might not even be on the way. Sure. What, what kind of facilities, like, does the people, do the people that organize it provide? In some ways, I think one of the only facilities, that, like, to help you set up your camp. Yeah, or like, I don't know, stages, medical services, food, stuff like that. Or, or is it just like everyone brings their own shit and figures it out? Well, there's there's the, the Burning Man organization, the mm-hmm. B-Morg. Okay. Um, but they're a non-profit, and they, really, they're just like stewards of the land. Hmm. They, they care for the land and the people and like the rights of both. And, um... They do a lot of placement. So, like, everyone everyone goes to Burning Man, like, on an application. You apply for a ticket, and you you can apply for a camp. Like, you can apply for, like, art grants. Like, hey, I want to bring this kind of art. I need this much money for it. Or, like, I want to bring 200 people that, like, are going to be working to help the whole camp bring Mm -hmm. a service. And that service might be... literally literally like anything dude dude yes there's a camp at burning man that serves like a 60 person like seven course dinner they're all french it's a french dinner and you you how do you get this because there's no you can't buy more tickets to it or anything like everything at burning man is done done on a gifting basis yeah i've heard that so these people are gifting you Mm -hmm. unimaginably like interesting like Exotic French dinner. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Are you like, there's a, in, a, in a desert wasteland city where there's like no cement. We're just gonna like do this? Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's why it seems it seems so crazy and like alluring to me. Because it's not just like a festival where you go get fucked up. It's like literally an ideology behind it, right? It's like a utopia project. Right. And there's right. like tenants, which it's one a, is like no currency. It's a um, social experiment. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Do people live in Black Rock City full time? Does anyone I, live there around the year? 
I don't think Black Rock City has any residents. Okay. Um, because Black Rock City has only exists for like 10 days. It's just the desert, yeah? Yeah. And I think where Black's like really, Black's Rock City happens is like four miles off the highway, three miles north of Gerlach. And Gerlach has a population of like, I don't know, it might it might be 80 or it might be 4,000, but I think it's close. It's on the lower end of that. Mm. And then there's Area 51 by there, of course. And the aliens populate I that. I don't remember where that's at. Someone definitely ran in it. You know, I have, a, I have a question just out of my own curiosity. Like, I was talking about this with Ryan earlier. Uh, you mentioned that wait, there was wait. a communist it's friend Mike, of his. Uh, or, oh, no, it was someone else. Okay. Santi said yeah, yeah, uh, she had, like, a communist friend, right? And I, I jokingly told him, like, I think communism would only work if everyone's doing, like, psychedelics. And I feel like, uh, <laughs> jokingly, but I feel like Burning Man is almost like trying to achieve that utopia and everyone is on like some type of drug. So would you say that like from your experience at Burning Man that it's successful for now or do you think that there's a lot of like still... What? I'm, I'm caught up on this part right now. Not everyone at Burning Man is on drugs. No? Really? Not everyone. There's a lot of like sound, stable-minded people at Burning Man mm. and every one of them is really fucking important. Mm. Yeah. They have, like, I don't know if you know this, but, like, you can be a Burning Man ranger. And what is a, who is a ranger? Well, you start by being a fucking burner. Mm. What, what, uh, what are the responsibilities of a ranger? Do you know? I think just to help, man. Just in whatever they can. Literally just, like, hey, you're in a fucking, like, environment where life isn't supposed to exist. There's a lot of things out here that are working against you. Mm. A lot. So... It's hard to navigate, you know? And a lot of people come from all over the world to be here from all different kinds of situations. Like, mm. people that, like, rode their bicycle there from Portland, Oregon. People that were invited 45 minutes ago, grabbed a backpack, and just and now is in a fucking hostile environment with no food, water, or shelter. <laughs> like, oh. those people are there. I, I actually, like, provided a ride for someone that had that situation, yeah, right? That's crazy. That's so what's so what's been your favorite experience on the playa? I've had a thousand. Hmm. My, but I th- I think the one that takes the cake for me now. I uh, brought my grandmother to Burning Man. Wow, wow! And we watched the burn together on acid. No way. Yeah. Wow. Your grandma dropped with you? Yeah. Dude, your grandma's the coolest person. <laughs> well, how does that make her cool? I don't know. Well, I feel like you don't really um, see, like, older generations tapping into this kind of stuff. Right. I feel like generally they're more against this stuff. Yeah, my grandmother is... very much an outlaw <laughs> and she's I don't know she's, she's really like carved carved her own way in life you think you've influenced that or she's always been like that she, she has always been like that and I have influenced it uh-huh. so maybe she wouldn't have been watching the burn on acid if it wasn't for you <laughs> there's no yeah. way on earth <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. you're gonna get my grandma to do anything. Yeah. Honestly, 
Unless I ask her to do it. Okay. Because, like, we, I mean, she doesn't have a lot of family. Mm. We have, like, just such a lovely, like, bond, man. That's awesome. So How, supportive. You're close to your grandma a lot? I mean, I've gone, I've gone years without seeing her. Mm-hmm. I've gone months without talking to her. But now it's, like, we have such a relationship, like, I don't know, man. I'll FaceTime her anytime. She'll FaceTime me anytime. <laughs> my grandma's like, my grandma typically is up to like 4 a.m. watching like the news. How, 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 like, how old is she? 66. Gotta get her oh, off the news. My grandma's dude. birthday. My I have like a more clean cut Christian grandma who just turned 80 uh-huh. yesterday. And then I have an edgier, um, I don't know, like rock and roll, uh, <laughs> you know. She's she's a fucking she's a rock and roll yeah yeah lady. Either yeah, way, the Christian one is not the one that took Adam. No, <laughs> maybe we not can, yet. Not yet. Maybe we can throw her on the podcast. She'll Which be one? Down on this one. Actually, I asked her oh, if no. she I asked her if she been on my podcast. I'm sorry, podcast too. Fire. Oh, nice. What's your yeah, podcast we'll called? And what do you talk about? Um, I'm not. I have a name in mind right now, and it, I am operating with it right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to stick to it, so I'm going to hold on. To, I'm not going to drop it yet. Mm. You know, actually, can I make a phone call on here? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Fuck it. Let's ask. Let me ask my uh, buddy for some legal advice here. <laughs> Is my oh. phone over there, man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, we're, getting, we're getting the lawyer on the phone. Behind the scenes. <laughs> About just, like, saying what the name is? Yeah. I mean, because, yeah. like, we probably want to get our name out there. Can I nag one of these? These little fruities. Dude, that's why I brought so many. Guys, my friends. Fruities for the boys. Thank you. There's all different flavors. Oh, you took the best one. This is probably healthy for you. Yo, Alex. Mm -hmm. I'm shooting a podcast right now. (laughs) So you're on on speakerphone in the podcast. I think about that. What's up, Alex? (laughs) No, I don't think my mom So I got a question. But my dad, I wonder about that. This, this podcast fan, uh, so. doesn't have many listeners, yeah, no, but after rough. this, yeah. uh, it's gonna have a lot of listeners. Maybe. And I would love to know though. And uh, not just not just not to like be like, oh yeah, it's, Don't it's me. It's just like, dude, like this is this is the path that I'm going on in life right now. I'm launching a podcast. Mm. It is absolutely gonna be, be the thing I pour my soul into. Mm. So, uh, so yeah. So I'm asking you, Alex. Um, have, do we want to drop a name? For our podcast right now. Ooh. Well, we have a couple ideas. Right. Can we draw some names? Yeah, let's, I mean, you want to pick a name right now? I'm open to it. I'm open to it, too. Pick it. Opening, picking it here on the podcast. Yeah. Debut. Right. Can we hear Alex fine? Let's, let's throw some out. But make sure you put him in the mic like that. Tune in, drop out. Mmm, like that. I like that. That's a good saying? one. Okay. Tune in, paying, drop out. Paying homage. Yeah. Paying homage to the man. Yeah. That's All a right, good let, one. Let's hear another one. All right. Um, who's going to be on the podcast? Who's going to be the host of the podcast? Is it Tim? Yeah. Of, right, of this podcast here? No, of yours. <laughs> no, I mean, like, we, Alex, we don't have to decide that yet. Okay. But mm. tripping with whoever's the host. Like, with Tim and Alex, tripping oh, with tripping. Tim and Alex. Mm. Like, that, that's the name. That's a name. Right, right, right. Okay. Don't trip. Oh. 
<laughs> so what else? Don't trip is the name? No, that tripping with whoever the host is. Mm. Tim Talks. I wrote a paper yeah. called Don't Trip. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Talks, like TED Talks? Tim Talks. Hmm. Yeah, I like Tune In Drop Out. I think that's pretty good. Um, I like Tune In Drop Out. You kind of caught me in transition, you know? I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> caught me in a tough time. I'm sorry, brother. Well, okay. we got we got enough to work with so far. Maybe I'll call you back later. <laughs> Sounds good, man. I just had a great talk with Meg, by the way. Shout Wonderful. out, Meg. Shout out, Meg. Wonderful. Yeah. Shout out, Meg Gnarly. Thank you, Andy. Instagram, Meg Gnarly. Good That's to great. meet you, Alex. Oh, Alex. Hi, brother. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Right. Take care, buddy. Okay, so we like, brainstormed a little bit. All right, so what inspired you to start the podcast? Why do you feel like pouring your soul into this podcast now? I've always kind of thought that I've like been doing something worth recording mm. and then I think I, I really got into like the, the first time I really got on a plane I sat next to some like dude that had the same shorts as me <laughs> I was like maybe 11 and he's like yo uh, do you like film? I'm like you mean like movies? like specifically on VHS or something? I'm like I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, great, dude. Like, I'm like, I'm like going to school for film and like, I'm in this really, really interesting director, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Do you know about him? Like, mm, no, I mean, maybe I, I thought I, I heard him. that name before. Like, uh-huh. for like, I don't know, Ford Gran Torino, whatever. Quentin mm-hmm. Tarantino. I don't know, probably. <laughs> and he goes like, yeah, so there's this, there's this move, this film called Pulp Fiction, you know? And it's, he was like the first person to, to be like, what the fuck? This movie is life. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, we gotta watch this movie, dude. Tell me, show me. <laughs> so we sit there and watch it, and he like had some headphones to share with me. I think sat there and watched it. I tell you what, it's kind of a weird movie to watch next to like the kid was probably like mid late teens, and I'm like eleven. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but did you enjoy it? It was, yeah, dude. I never, I never seen such like a gritty story really told for so many from so many perspectives with brutal action mm-hmm. and the, the way that it was shot was had moments of chaos i mean and i mean the way it was framed had moments of chaos had moments of intimacy mm-hmm. had moments of like focus and it's like how how can you shoot a movie to have so much focus and such a fucking... What story is as chaotic as, as Pulp Fiction? Mm. No. Yeah. Is that kind of how you want to... Like, those features, do you want to include that in your podcast somehow? Because I think... Didn't you say the story to what influenced you? In the, uh, <laughs> 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 he lost a plot. So wait, so you watch this movie and you really like filming. Well, I just... um, It was... It was a movie that made me see film differently. Mm. Okay. As a passion. Mm-hmm. Mm. And gave me this, like... Like, my internal monologue is, like, very cinematic. Mm. You're watching your own movie. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, well, it's funny how, like, these little things, or, like, even watching a movie, then you move forward with them your whole life. That actually relates to a question I wanted to ask you, like, before Burning Man U and then after Burning Man U, do you th- what's the difference there? Mm, good question. 
So I've I've been to Burning Man twice now, mm-hmm. and I think I um, I think the first time inspired. I gotta say this, a regional a regional burn is a great place to start. It is the it's what it's designed for. Can you explain what, yeah, that? Yeah, what's a region? What's a regional burn? So so the burn Burning Man happens in Nevada, uh-huh. northern Nevada, kind of a couple hours from Tahoe. That's eighty thousand people. Yeah, it's crazy. I think that number is gonna go up. Maybe maybe that's up. maybe it's as Probably. far as it is. So. That's all. Yeah, bump any bro. No, we're good. There's a little <laughs> table there. Cool table. So like, you want to go to Burning Man? Uh-huh. It sounds like a fucking cool, sick fucking party. There's no way to be prepared for Burning Man until you've gone before. Mm. You you can't fathom how difficult it is. You can't fathom how mind blowing like. Just like magical, man, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm so motivated to go to Burning Man right now. <laughs> Wait, so how, how do we find a regional burn? Right, so there's there's regional burns that are basically festivals that are thrown, structured like festivals, thrown under like the org, right? So like there's, I, I think the org is just like a couple like decision makers that say like we want to hold this kind of space for this type of environment. Mm-hmm. There's one in Keep Us Game coming up soon. Let's go. Sign right here. Up. So we'll Sign go. Up. So they happen in most like cool areas. They'll be like, Cal- like San Diego has one, LA has one, I believe. Mm-hmm. SF probably, I don't know. I think the SF one is Burning Man because like just, like it seems like half of SF comes to. I would feel like that's where most Burning Man people live. That's where they're headquartered. S- mm-hmm. SF and LA potentially as well. Well, Silicon Valley. Tim, I want to ask you, Palo Alto. You're doing all these ev- adventures, essentially. Right. You're having access to these experiences that, like you said, are beyond words, beyond mind. What started this journey for you to start, I guess, expanding your borders? Start living your authentic truth, being who you are in front of us now. What was the start? Man, I think that was just like, I think it was always just, I think it was always like it intended to be the journey, you know. I think that's how it was like structured for me. Mm. Is there a destiny? I don't know. I don't know. But I I know and like frankly, it's just been repeated to me like every few hours. But for the past couple like at at a, a very linear increasing rate of like things are getting more divine and more divine yeah. in my life. To where it's, you can, it's like, I'm way more convinced of that than I am of anything I read in a science book. Mm-hmm. Of, of uh, destiny? Or like a fate kind of thing? That, this life was like divinely created mm. by us, for us. Oh. <laughs> by us. Yeah. Wow. Do you think that that's uh, what, what makes you think that? Like, what's what makes you yeah believe that over anything that you read in a science book? Because like all the 
all the experiences that, that, that I've had, like all the bad things that I've gone through, they were so bad, man, that you're like, there's no way that if a God existed, he would let this happen. Mm-hmm. But the good things, I've like become so aware of like the good things and how they how they are symbiotic to the bad things how like you learned a lesson in a hard time Mm -hmm. so that you could really fucking be a rock star during the good time yeah yeah dude and it's worth it yeah it's worth it yeah it almost seems like uh too perfect sometimes when bad things happen it is too perfect it's not perfect it was designed yeah it's like oh you know this bad thing happened and then a month, two months, two weeks later, whatever it is, a situation where that bad thing happened, you grew out of it or you learned a lesson or even, you know, I have an easy example right now. Like uh, recently, my sister had to go to Italy. I, ha- I wanted to drive. Uh, my car broke down. Right. Uh, I had to drive her car. She didn't want me to drive because she says that like, I have like the worst luck with cars. Right. Because she, you know, whatever. I got like an, uh, my, my luck is bad. So then I drive it anyway, because like I need to get to school, and uh, she's like, "Okay, fine, if you need to go to school." What do you think happens? This old lady just scratches the car, bro. So she's obvious. Like I'm like, "Wow, this sucks." Like I'm literally just driving in school, and because of this, what is that? Bro, check this out. Chocolate. I'm gonna split this up four ways because this is one of the best fucking things ever happened to me. But, okay, so, anyway. Yeah, that, I'm so sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. <laughs> it says, it says, keep your habits positive because your habits become your values. Mm, I okay. like that. Okay. But anyway, yeah, so, um, it ended up being that she scratched the car and then I had to fix it. Since it was her fault, um, she paid for all of it and I ended up fixing, like, a scratch that my sister already had in her car. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it ended up working out. For the best, even though she got, she actually got like a better. She got like a much better thing, you know. I joke with her and I say like, "Yeah, you can only pay me five hundred dollars. You don't have to pay me the whole thing, because they scratch your car." Yeah. But yeah, that goes to show, bro. Like instead of just being like, "Fuck, this is the worst luck," or like, "Wow, am I actually cursed with this?" And it worked. It worked out, you know. And I think that is one of the things that makes me a little bit confused because I seem to like believe a lot in science, but sometimes it's almost too perfect. It's almost like. Your, the bad things correlate with the good that you get from learning so perfectly that it's like, hmm. Okay. Dude, I have a book I'm going to give you to read that it? I just read. It's called, I sent it to you. It's called Synchronicities. It's mm-hmm. by Carl Jung. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about like how there's like shit that happens that it's like science can't explain this crazy coincidence, yeah. this crazy thing that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Weird book. I'm going to give it to you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll read it. Sometimes it's I'm tough. afraid that believing so much in this paradigm of science can blind me from something happening that, mm. you know, if I can't explain something, I'll always be like, well, there is an explanation. Hmm. You don't want to be so emotional that you neglect logic. Mm-hmm. But so maybe also you don't want to be so logical that you neglect emotion. Maybe there's a balance yeah. on the spectrum. Yeah. Absolutely. You can be uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so what do you what what's that little sucker you brought? This is this is a, a chocolate bar. 
that was given to me. It's a 70% dark chocolate pistachio truffle <laughs> by a company called Rawway. Are they going to sponsor your podcast? No, but I, so this, this I was told is like, you know, my friend's like, dude, this is like the best chocolate you're ever going to have. Like that. And I believe him. <laughs> so he goes, yeah, man, my friends like make this. Hmm. Um, and I wish he, he name dropped the friend because so I can mess with my damn good friend. But uh, I wish I could like shout him out right now. It must be Rotway. His name is Rotway. I don't know. But that's the name. Rotway. It's a super hard name. Yeah, Rotway. I like R-A-W-A. that. R A W A. Raw that's vegan chocolate. No refined sugar. No dairy. No gluten. No soy. No sugar. Alcohols. No preservatives. Plant based organic. You put a lot of time. Apes sponsored by Rotway. <laughs> Do I put? They they find me, man. Yeah. It's anytime you get a glimpse of something or someone's like, dude, this is the fucking move so what do you <laughs> what do you do and because i don't think we even asked that like what are you doing why do people we got four of us we got four pieces of chocolate here uh-huh. okay perfect. let's enjoy this chocolate right now cheerio this is from my name uh my friend uh named dr fun Rolling. i met him last night and he is dr fun one of the sweetest men definitely like you know of this caliber like one one of us okay here's, one here's of dr. Us. Fun. Cheers dr fun cheers. cheers to that cheers, cheers man Cheers. Oh, yummy. Mmm. Ah, uh, cool. Mmm. It's, it's like a like food. I expected it to taste. Right? It's good. Excellent. I don't even like dark chocolate. Mm. I should have let it like chill in my mouth more, but we got we got a show to do. <laughs> yeah. So wait, what what do you do? Like, how do you live? Or why are random people telling, right, wait. giving you this? <laughs> I want to say something first. Who really the nice fuck? Guy. Who are you? My name is Oh whoa. My name is Tim. Uh my name is Tim Telgenhoff. Nice to meet you, Tim Telgenhoff. I'm the second. The second. Actually that's probably a lie. I know there's another dude named Tim Telgenhoff, a third one. <laughs> I get his I get his uh email sometimes. Oh. You're older. So you're the second. He's older. Oh. He's like in his sixties probably. But you're still the second? Well, my dad and I actually have middle different middle names, so I I wouldn't say that I'm actually like the second? Uh-huh. Yeah. So? What's that? So then what happens? So you meet people. <laughs> they, you meet people and then they say, here, I want to give you my chocolate. Or are you in some type of deal with this guy? <laughs> no. No, I'm, I'm anti-guy. And we, you know, he was, he was a really good friend of a girl I'm seeing now. Um, she's a really good girl. Mm-hmm. Cheers. So, wow, it's funny how uh, just just meeting people you can just build relationships and then you end up in a podcast. Well, it's pretty easy to identify when you are aligned. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. are are aligning on things. Expand on that a little bit, bro. When someone makes you feel at home right away, so when, when someone makes you feel safe and acknowledged, mm-hmm. respected. Mm. that's someone that probably aligns on more things and yeah is it the words they say i think it's the eyes i think it well the words they say in what language right because body language is language Mm. true true a lot of times you can have like a much more contentious person like you will be like disagreeable but you can tell he's honest and it's better than the guy who's just gonna agree with you on anything, you know? Or you try and be, try and look cool or make you like him. 
What was that? Like it's better. Sometimes you can just tell, even though someone is saying worst words in the English language uh, than someone else who's trying to get you to like him, like yeah. superficially. Yeah. But he's just saying better words kind of in the body language. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, like, it could be there is a bad intention there. And maybe that person isn't aware of it. Mm. He isn't aware that he's that there's a bad intention. Or yeah, that... maybe maybe someone just operating off of like you know the, the way that they've been trained, and mm. that's just like their their scope of intention is different than ours. What would you say like most people circles you go around and stuff like are most people uh, like honest and well intentioned, or are most people, or is it rare to find someone who's aligned? I mean, I think it is rare. Yeah. I think it is one of the rarest things, you know, because you might go your whole life looking for it. And one day it'll be right in front of you. Yeah. Do you think it pops up when you're not looking for it? When you stop looking for it? Well, I think everything in, like molecule land the universe like you know is trying to reach homeostasis it's trying to like we're in like in a big bubbling soup that's like trying to cool off mm-hmm. and once it stops cooling off it's because the rolling boil is just gonna fucking simmer down and be done right mm-hmm. i mean that's however many of <laughs> yeah we'll be gone by then yeah quantum like fucking years away whatever yeah. but like Yeah, I think. I oh mean, maybe I shouldn't have smoked weed before this. <laughs> what was that? What was the question? It was uh, it was just like, do you think it, 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 these things come uh, when when you're not looking for them? Like the people who like they off. do, they do, and they don't. They they, they they come, whether you're ready for them or not. Mm-hmm. You know, because you might be telling yourself you're not ready, but if you weren't ready, it wouldn't have come. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. My process. Like Sometimes. That. You know, like you're looking for it in a person and that person finds you. Mm. And that person is a gateway to uh, maybe it's fucking heartache and that fucking heartache uh, becomes transformative. You know, becomes a time for growth that allows you to grow to the next step and you step on this step and like you see a little bit more over that staircase and you're like, it's brighter over there than I thought. Mm. Mm. I gotta keep getting. I gotta keep getting closer. Well, wow. wait. Do you see? How do you see other people? Like, do you? Do you? With sunglasses on right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> darker. I guess. Where's the <laughs> laughing button on the mixer? Yeah. Well, one of them. But do you do you take that into account? Like when you meet people, like do you think does that make people more important? What? Like your view of people, um, just having this understanding that this is someone who not only I'm gonna interact with, but are going to bring me closer to that light at the end of the staircase. Does that make them more valuable to me? Yeah, I feel like every experience... That, that sounds like they're a good influence. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, why are good influences important to me? Well, I the quality of me is important to me. Mm-hmm. And it's it just is such... I don't know. It's just, it's shown itself to me so many times that the people around me have 
uh, more influence than you can fathom. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, you could, you could try to distinguish it, but, like, why even try to distinguish it? It's, it's like, not, it's not negotiable. They have an effect. So if, if you're showing an interest in, like, the quality of you, this is something that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I feel like at Burning Man, you'll find a lot of aligned people. <laughs> in a lot of ways, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. If they end up there. Yeah. And uh, so maybe, you know, aligned is something that maybe I don't think you are going to reach in this lifetime. It's a direction. Hmm. You're on a path. Yeah. You know, it's not a destination. Hmm. It's a direction. Progress, not perfection. I don't think perfection um, exists. I think it's kind of a fun thing to be like kinky about. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you could, you could, you if someone were to call me perfect, like that would make me feel good. But at the mm-hmm. same time, there would be a little like, actually, like that's that's a lot of responsibility <laughs> yeah. to be perfect. Yeah. And maybe we shouldn't be telling that to people. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that. Completely. How much weed did you smoke before this podcast? <laughs> I'm a lightweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but you know, I grew up with my. I thought, like the the, the first picture I have in my head of my grandma, I was probably four years old, mm-hmm. and she had a roach hanging in her mouth. And Damn. that's if someone was like, "How's your grandma doing?" I'd be like. Probably got a roach in her mouth. <laughs> well, I'd, I'm so different, like my family. Like, I wish even my I, grandma would like me to note that I said roach, but what I mean is like a very pretty, well rolled joint. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, professionally, she's rolled. she has she has an air of class to her. It's like, you know, we could call her right now and she'd answer the phone. And she'd be like, "Hello, darling." <laughs> That's awesome. Low key. <laughs> Phone or phone or she's low key about that yeah she's low key about that yeah i mean like my grandma's going through a hard time right now um she's not she's living she's living in poverty and um despite doing everything i can for her like that's where we're at right now mm. and she's really learning how to but at the same time like i'm, I'm trying not to enable her i'm trying to empower her mm-hmm. and dude you know the best the best the, the way that's made me feel the best about doing this is just encouraging, encouraging her. She is so, like, hard on herself, man. Has such little faith in herself. Hmm. I think the first thing she has to do is change the chip that's telling her, or, or that's She needs a software update. Like, hmm. be, like, uh, low, low self-esteem or low belief in yourself. You got to change that, and then I think everything can follow after. Spiritual economics. <laughs> Have you read that book? No, dude. I would love to. It's great. Is it like? Is it like well known? Highly rated? I don't know. He he rated it for me. Is it on it's the like here? No, it's not. No. But it, it's a, it could it's a low key banger. Wait, wait, wait. How do you read it for you? No, no. He he rated it for <laughs> me. Oh yeah. <laughs> stories. Yeah, I would say like four point eight out of five. Like one of the best books I've ever written. Legendary. We yeah. we should Abundance. Pat. You should read it, and then we should throw it on this little stack. All right, but we need to upgrade this stack. We need to keep. keep Is this the book that everyone here has read? No. No, I actually haven't just, read any of these. The, I mean, the I've read days. Beyond the Order. 
I think we've all read like one or two of those. The day we, we moved into this. You mind if I take a look? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Take a gander. Here, let's get rid of these little fuckers. I'm just gonna spin. Spin, spin. Do you read? You're reading right now. It's bro. hard to say, man. I'm interested to start reading. Eckhart told Howard now. That's a good one. That was my contribution. Book review. You know what's apes. funny is I just consume enough of Jordan Pearson's content just by yeah. organically showing up in my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that I've never really sought out Jordan Peterson. Same. Uh, so I've never read this book. I think he, you brought the Peterson yeah, one, right? Yeah, I still have Which to return it to the library. Is it 12 rules? Yeah, 12 more rules. There's the second one. 24 rules. Well, yeah, now. Now it's 24. In total. I guess so. Maybe 36 soon. Tell me about this top book here. Oh, Hermetic Philosophy. Hermetic Philosophy, which just teaches you the keys. About hermiting? No, just about Hermit the crabs? energy, creating the life that you Hermit desire. Hmm. Okay. It's what cool. Do you know the keys by heart? I mean, I the okay, key, the first the key, one is the, the universe key. is mental. Two, the second one is everything is a, is a pole of one. So there's hot and cold aren't two different things. It's just one end of a different spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Then That's a good one. The third one like is... It. Um, it's true. I think it's rhythm. So what goes up must come down. So it's going to be like this. You can't control the downs, but you can help yourself not get caught up in it. Right? And that's what's like the, the balance point. Hmm. Um, the fourth one, I can't remember the rest, but it's pretty good. Nice. Simple knowledge, but it, it really helps. It's it's what started my journey for me to start consciously creating this book. Yeah, because I That's realized start consciously creating like what this way this like this art form. My my reality. Yeah, that is this art form. For, <laughs> for me. Reality is my art form, dude. Mm -hmm. Cheers. And yeah. I see that in you, so I'm I'm glad that we do we're co-creating because we are. Damn, That's what, funny, man. What does your shirt say? I can't see it through the chains. I'm kind of overdoing it in the chains, right? Let's see. I'm going to receive everything I desire. All the right people and opportunities flow to me. I have made space for them in my life. I hope. I hope. That's cool. Where'd you get that shirt? Uh, man, I got it from the same company. This company here called We're Not uh, Really Strangers. Ooh, I'm about, to, I'm about to buy that shirt. Someone, I like that shirt. Yeah, I want everyone to buy that shirt. Yeah. I want everyone. I don't want to gatekeep this shirt, man. <laughs> get this shirt for like twenty-five dollars. We can throw a link in the bio to yeah, go buy this. We shirt. absolutely will. We're not really strangers. Hopefully, shout out sponsoring the Talking Apes. So that's a like, cool shirt, man. This is this is my understanding of that company. Uh, I got a sponsored ad, probably because of my interest in like, you know, mental health stuff on Instagram, and I clicked in it. The the, the headlines and binders banners that they like post photos of i saw one of the car like on the way here of like you know i was like this is an instagram post and it's top notch and like it speaks to me and it's it makes my like day better Dude. so i click on it and i see that they're this it's from a card game yeah and this is a card game that you can buy for like 20 something dollars and just play with your friends and like mm -hmm. get to know each other and they posted videos of people playing the game and it was an intimacy yeah. that I think is very desirable. That game is... With, I'm talking like with your sister, with your brother, with your cousin, with your boyfriend, with your child. Have and you played with your grandma? I think so. 
Yeah, I think so. It's a good game. Yeah, you guys want to? You guys want to pull a card from it right now? Well, I'll do a round. Fuck it. Yeah, this has been it. the weirdest episode we've ever done already. So I'm sorry. Fuck it. No, no, like in the best way, bro. Is we it like not, it's like not the typical structure? Yeah. No, I, I so like that. It's in the dark. We're eating snacks. Like yeah. we're shooting the shits. But... <laughs> nice. I don't know if I've pulled, if I've read all the instructions. Nah, you just pull one. But I want to say no, the, bo- the inside of the box right here says we're inside. We're all the same. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I li- I like what they post. I it comes with a notepad. It comes with the rule book. Blah blah. But from what I understand, and I mostly know how to play the game from watching the uh-huh. Instagram videos. Yeah. So there's there's stages. Le- there's level one, two, and three. Let's go for a two. But we're doing ads for these people, man. Let's do it. I'm just it's so lit. No, I'm just like being artistic in my reality. For sure, man. <laughs> whip out a whip out a card. So there's a couple. I mean, there's a there's a wild card here. There's a basic card, and let me uh, read. I'll read you one of each, right? So. <laughs> what is the most unexplainable thing that's ever happened to you mm. oh i have the story oh i bet you do i have the story yeah i think i know which one you're talking damn about. already that was i gotta think about it have i told you the story yet i don't say, know say okay. okay. top of so head, this story happened to me while i was in egypt on my trip oh yeah we go within in, the last two months within the last two months we go into the desert on the last full moon, actually. So last month, and thirty day, thirty one days ago. Thirty one days ago, we go into the Sahara Desert to watch the full moon rise. And we go out there. We do the yoga circle. The sun sets. The full moon rises, and we sit in a little circle, and we're having a cacao ceremony. And as I'm taking that cacao, my heart is just fully open. I'm I'm connected to everyone around me. It's like that feeling of alignment of of, of just oneness with everyone. And all of a sudden, I just, I knew I had to get up from the circle and walk into the desert by myself. So I just get up and it was honestly like my body was just taking me to a location. And I see a little hill in the distance and I'm like, oh, that's calling to me. That's where I got to do my meditation. Just sit there and chill. So I'm walking out, I'm walking out. As I get closer to the hill, I just realized I got to leave my phone and my wallet at the bottom. So I take them out, I leave it there. I started walking up the hill. And as I get to the top, the rock that I saw, I see this white thing in it. And it looks like a snake to me. So I backed up and I jumped. And I honestly turned around to walk away. But then a voice came to me in my head and it said, do you trust me? So loud, so clear. Do you trust me in silence? And I said, of course I trust you. Yes. Whose voice? I think it was myself. It was God. Some whoever Whoever is... The all-pervasive power of the universe what was just there. In that What's moment. the difference? There is no difference. Exactly. So I said, yes, I trust you. And the day before, I had let behind fear, insecurity, disbelief at this previous temple. And I left it there. So I said, this is a chance for me to see if I'm going to integrate this knowledge that I picked up. So I turned back around and I see the snake again. And I'm like, fuck that. And I turned back around and the voice says again, do you trust me? And I said, yes. And it says, put your hand in the hole. So I say, fuck it. What um, hole? The, 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 snakes. the, the snake. little thing where I see the snake on the rock. It says, put your hand in the hole. And I was like, fuck, okay, like I'm going to do it. I'm going to put my hand. So I reach my hand into the hole fully expecting to get bitten by a snake. And as I get closer, I realize the white thing that I saw was paint. 
And I'm like, why is there paint on a rock in the middle of the desert? So I start scraping more sand off. And then there's another piece of white paint on the other side. And I keep on scratching more sand off. And then I see fangs. And I realized that the rock that I was going to sit on in the middle of the desert was the mane of a lion. I was standing on a 30-foot statue of a lion in the middle of the desert. And immediately after I made that realization that I found it, the voice said to me, you conquered fear, you will be rewarded. And from that moment on, my life has completely changed because I know I'm divinely guided, I'm protected. There is something greater than me that is guiding me in my life. And that was the point for me. Hmm. And well, bro, I think you win, bro. (laughs) That was fucking sick, dude. (laughs) That's fucking tight. Uh, what? And yeah. every single one of us has something that's waiting in the desert for us. Every one of us has a story that's like that. That's crazy. And like your every, that's that's what you know. I don't want to jump to the fucking punch here, but like you know, at this end of this podcast, I, you're supposed to say like you know, what are you going to tell the people? That's what I want to tell the people. <laughs> Everyone has a story like that awaiting for them. Mm-hmm. A life changing moment. You can't turn back from that, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know if you if the thing is if you keep living you're gonna have fucking more yeah you're yeah. gonna have fucking more of that shit yeah and that's what going off what you were saying it's every day you you elevate in the consciousness you start to feel it more it starts to become more tangible as the divine is is guiding you and it just every day it just grows it's like the vibration is just attracting more attracting more momentum man Mm-hmm. Gra- gravitas you know how from huh? gravity gravitas but is that, did we say that in Berlin I don't know I don't know is I that a, that's one of those words dude <laughs> just in the collective subconscious dude you fucking like I'm you dropped that word and it was like the word of the month <laughs> it's, like, it's like a mega hype word it's like a buzzword bro I'm gonna start using that gravitas I hope it does I hope it is yeah the gravitas if you moment. can if you can use that word to like more accurately explain your your thoughts like i think you're doing pretty good mm-hmm. i think you're having good thoughts tim what a uh, piece of advice would you give someone that's like our age like 21 22 figuring out their life how old are you is that how old you guys are yeah, yeah. we're little kids man no pretty i wouldn't much. i wouldn't just getting that. started bro i mean it depends on your perspective you know but i mean that in a good way like we're still learning and growing and developing and there's yeah. still so much to see and do and experience. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 28. Young man. I am a young man. What what uh, piece of advice would you give someone our age? Or anyone, I guess. I don't well, know. It, I mean, that makes me feel like what would I give myself? What advice would I give myself at that age? Because I don't know mm-hmm. what you're going through. If you want to talk about that, we can. <laughs> what, what advice would you give yourself at our age? Knowing what you know now. I would give myself the same advice that, you know. The only reason I know that I'd give myself this advice is because I gave it to someone else. I had just walked out of a yacht party that happened. Adam Dalla did a fucking like yacht party on like this fucking like five story boat. Mm-hmm. in uh in 
outside of Brooklyn, I think. Maybe Brooklyn. And, dude, it turned out that party had been, like, sold out. I heard tickets like, 150 bucks, And my, my friend had told me about it. But he told me about it after it had sold out. And he had two tickets. And he was inviting this Italian girl. Mama. Ciao, principessa. I forgot her name. But, uh, yeah, she was, like, very Italian. <laughs> it was, like, really, it was, it was Wait, beautiful. She was did you girl. give him advice? Or did it hit her? He, or? no, he asked me to, um, oh, sorry, I guess I just, the thing is, I, I think, like, so cinematically about things. It's yeah, like, you do. I'm, like, laying the foundation uh-huh. for the, for the, the way that the story impacted me to also impact you. I see. Okay, okay. So... We're, we're dancing on like a pool party in Brooklyn, which is it's very Miami vibes in Brooklyn. Like, that was really cool uh, for NFT NYC. And um, there was a guy kind of this like the like the typical like Jewish like power New Yorker. Jan. Jan. The Jan, the Jewish media. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this dude, I mean, maybe this guy, he, he's a really cool dude. And I like him a lot. He saw me dancing uh, at this beach party on the roof and saw this jacket, actually. And he came up and he kind of grabbed me. He's like, hey, remember me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I do remember you. Yeah. What's your name again? Scott, you was at my birthday. I'm like, I do, yes, dude. I remember that. We did that crazy thing together. <laughs> crazy made me a little like what the fuck dude i'm like really like doing this right now <laughs> but uh yeah man and he, I was, he goes dude that was fucking wild he goes hey i'm hosting a yacht party um i'm leaving right now you want to come i was like can i bring my my people you know i'm, I'm not wasn't there alone he goes well we're leaving the uber right now yeah bring him so like i tell my friends like i'm leaving and uh, it was cool. I had I had some like out of town friends from like that weren't even associated with the NFT thing. They were just good friends and in town. And why not? So yeah, I, I had a spot to get him on the list. And I get I got him on the list, and then he came visited me. But either way, I was like, schedules. I'm like, bro, I'm I'm being called mm. to this fucking yacht party mm. that is sold out. It was 150 bucks, and that's why I didn't I didn't buy a ticket. I'm like, I, there's a lot of stuff to do tonight. I don't need to spend money on. Yeah. Well. The thing, dude, you know, I, I got to give some more advice here. This is a different way of advice, but like, ask yourself what the thing you would like to do the most is. The people that you want to connect the most with, they're already doing that thing. So like, damn, what the fuck? If you're like, man, I really want to work. I got to get this work done, but I really want to go to this concert. I get it. You do need to work. But if the concert is calling you more than your work, maybe you're working on the wrong thing. Yeah. What do you really want to do? And that happened to me so many times that I just uh, subconsciously aligned myself with my work involving a ton of world-class concerts <laughs> hmm. and it's been awesome dude so i was at this don bella show 
uh, on a fucking yacht that I was sold out, but I had been the guy that was like, no, dude, this dude's on the list. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, so grateful for that. I was like, this is incredibly validating. Mm-hmm. Because my friend thought, like, you know, I'm going to bring this girl. I'm not going to bring my, my friend Tim. Yeah, Tim can dance and all that, but I'm going to bring this girl. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I don't blame you, dude. You don't got to worry about Tim. Because if Tim needs to be there, he'll be there. And we learned that that way. So that party was just, it was a magical time, dude. Dom Dalla, you could throw a fucking sick show. I met a Shut ton of awesome Dom people Dalla. on that boat. Uh, I'm not going to name drop y'all, but I hope y'all see this. <laughs> they will, they will, they will. Yeah, I know they will. <laughs> so this, I mean, this was like a mile walk from a port to like the Uber. Mm. Okay. But I mean, at like 5 a.m., that's exhausting. And like, the like the, think about like the craziest, like most glamorous, weird people that you've ever seen walking through a port in New York at 5 a.m. It's, mm. it's gritty. It's gl- gritty glam. Yeah. Love it. So, yeah, I'm, like, walking out there, and we get to the Uber area, and now we're waiting, like, convening, like, what what, are, what direction are we going to go? Who's who's tired? Who's going to go get fucking pizza at fucking 6 a.m.? Like, who's going to walk? Mm-hmm. Who's going to drive? And these kids are, uh, I say kids, um, there's probably a lot of you guys. They're, they're, they're probably, like, 21. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a kid, too. We're all, all, we're all fucking kids, yeah. you know? Like, you could be, like... Oh, I'm 37 and kid. Like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, so you saw these kids? They came. They came up to me. Uh, I think two of them, and asked me. By the way, I hope they see this and I hope they reach out because I don't remember getting the contact info. They'll see. Because it. this was one of those situations where it's like I had to go, like my Uber was like leaving, or I think the I think I, I walked that night, but the whole crew was like already out of sight and i had to go catch up to him so i'm like guys like they, they came up to me like dude like why are you dressed like that what are you doing what do you do? clearly you're an artist right what are you doing at nfc nyc i'm like no i'm not an artist i'm like I f- honestly i forgot what i said i mean i've just been doing such like in ethereal position that's like not clearly defined it's hard to, it's hard for me to understand how i want to explain it so yeah they they asked about that and they were like okay so like what where are you from what drove you to do this and like i'm like guys like this has been great talking to you but i gotta catch with my friends and they're like okay okay wait, wait, wait. and the guy got right up on my face and he goes like give us one piece of advice hmm and I was like, I think I asked them, like, what are you dealing with? And they were like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, dude, if you don't know what to do, leave. If you don't know what to do in this room, like, there's, there's, there's something else calling you, calling you elsewhere. You know, maybe, maybe you're like being muffled by the attachments you have around you, like the, whether it be like family or work or whatever is, you know, has, has this scope of you, this box, this perspective of you and expectation on you. 
And if you're asking yourself you don't know what to do, it's probably because you're not very happy where you are. Mm -hmm. If you're not happy where you are, leave. And I don't, I don't just mean like a geological, I mean like, you know, mm-hmm. physical, geographical. Yeah. Emotional. Geological. I really like that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess I, maybe I was a little less down when I said that, but I, it just, I was giving advice to myself and I was just like, guys, like the, the, the like the boxes that we create, the narratives we have created for ourselves can be, a, can be like a box. And you know, it's a box that's supported by everyone that holds you to that. Mm. And a lot of times it's people like your parents that hold you to that. Well, you know, you were always my my eight-year-old son, so I feel like I need to show up in your life the way I showed up for my eight-year-old son. And mm. I need to, like, protect you. I need to keep you from harm. And that's that's totally understandable. But it's also, it's short-sighted. For, for someone to protect you because what happens when you're not protecting me yeah <laughs> gotta learn on your own I really like that and it's so impactful Boy. just one word leave yeah I don't think I I think I used I explained it more than that but right now no I'm I think that that's the operative all word you there. needed to explain it to me because because once you explain something you try to articulate or like rationalize it sometimes the meaning the, the meaning gets lost that's why a lot of people who like say a lot of the same messages is just about how you say it. it's so simple but it's about it's really just a calling about it's so easy if you don't stop doing what you're doing to put you in this situation do something else you know yeah. just be proactive about it don't be sleeping at the wheel yeah i like to um you know talk about words and how people use them my dad has always told me to be safe and which is so interesting because my dad has uh, been a wild guy at some points in his life. <laughs> you know, it's, so to hear him tell me like, "Hey, be safe." He's got, he's got a point. Um, hmm. But I think everyone's definition of safe is different, and to use such like a a word like that, I don't know. I just. I feel a little held back with like the intention that he's, he's putting on it. And I, it made it hard to align with my dad with the fact that he was holding me back like that. Mm-hmm. So I like, I like tried to like influence that dynamic by saying like, well, are you really asking me to be safe? What does that look like for you? And he would say things like, Oh, you know, I don't know. Maybe don't drink and drive, wear a condom, <laughs> don't do drugs yeah so he would say something like that maybe yeah and that's that's what he meant and i'm like but there's so much more out there that can hurt you dude like so much more and and, and i mean like i know people that have had like multiple duis and they're they're still hmm. clicking away right but i also know people that are like had a bad breakup and are fucking gone now yeah like they're yeah, dead for sure <laughs> so like be safe can mean i don't know it's just different right yeah so i don't i don't i don't like to think of it like that i like to think of when i hear someone tell me be safe i tell myself that person wants me to be present 
and intentional. Because if I'm present to the situation, the circumstances happening right now, I'm picking up all the data that I possibly can. I'm taking it all in. I'm not going to miss someone like walk in here with a shotgun and shoot at us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to witness that. And what would I do? Well, I would be intentional about not getting shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if is is you're if you're as intentional as possible, I think you did everything you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. So I feel like the underlying message here is just be like just be alive. Don't Yes. Yes. Yeah. Be alive. Mm-hmm. Cheers. How much have we done? I think I feel like we've done an hour and a half. An hour and twelve minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we usually do, do an hour. So yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. But, I got um, pee. Yeah, yeah, it's great bro. then. It's a great point to Do you to wanna pee. say anything else or I don't fucking know? Yeah, promote say, your podcast say it in into the, the future. Camera. Hmm. Do you guys want to? Say, I feel like I did a lot of talking. Why don't you guys say something? I mean, what are you guys doing? Um, you're the guest. Yeah, you're the guest. I'm right? just grateful that you came on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, thanks thank for coming on, dude. I I really appreciate it. You know, this I feel like this is the push that I, I need to. I'm not much of a. Let's be authentic. Like I'm not much of. Um, it's hard for me to start new things because mm. I'm so into the things I'm already into. Yeah passionate but i'm working on that and i'm trying i'm trying to transmute the bravery from other aspects of my life to apply to try and something new like this but um there's so many cool opportunities and wonderful like just like love to receive yeah i'm like i don't want to like read a course right now on how to start a podcast yeah. your guy's sitting across the table from you right there <laughs> you already read it he's a technician yeah he's the tech guy wow that's so cool he's our I, he's our it department the value of like that every person brings mm. is crucial for sure that is not negligible mm. it's fucking awesome but um yeah so like you know i appreciate you guys putting the fucking laying the, the foundation to do stuff like this because there's a lot of people out there that could benefit from it they have a lot to say and have a lot to hear yeah mm-hmm. dude um yeah let me fucking throw one more thing out my my friend sophia i met this girl also at factory town just like the vibes were very high that night dancing around in a psychedelic trance dude but i mean yeah. like i noticed this woman walking like looking like a cougar looking like a freaking like mountain lion dude just like so powerful so confident kind of like exotic yeah and it was like it was enough to just like really blow me away i was like whoa but you're also in a suggestible state at you know 6 51 in the morning <laughs> and it's actually yeah how do i know what time that ended because i took a photo with her the minute it ended and like, it was really cool Either way, I have to go check Six Girls Instagram and find out the exact website because she is launching a AI thing that I think is the best use of this technology so far. Share it with us. Chat GDP. <laughs> Imagine. Chat GDP. That'd be nuts. That'd be the craziest yeah. synchronicity. Synchronicities. They never stop. Momentum. When I asked the chat GDP, like, what synchronicity is? Just to give the people background, I met Tim at Solana Miami like a year ago. Maybe less. Not, way less. Like maybe eight months. Yeah. And um, 
No, I was very inspired by him, his authentic self, and I was kind of starting that journey in my life. And then the last eight months have just been absolutely insane. My life has transformed, and I was able to have that experience in Egypt, which is just one of many. And I come back home, and then I just so happen to see you when I'm in this, when I feel like I'm in this peak state of this consciousness that I've never reached before. So to Are see, you, to you see ran you, into him. Yeah. Fact, oh, you didn't. You guys weren't like. No. We run into each other twice. What? One time when we met, and one time four days ago. Oh yeah. shit! I thought you guys were like, oh, let's hang, let's meet up at Factory Town. No, pure coincidence. And then now he's in the podcast with us today. <laughs> not a coincidence. Not the a people, coincidence at all. the people that you need to align with are already doing the thing you want to do. Amen. So push yourself to do that thing, and it'll get you closer. Like just, just get like one step at a time, you know. Like yeah. don't have like this crazy expectation that you need to have. Like if you if you want to have a podcast, you don't need to have the best podcast right at the start. This is this us, is we the have fucking move three iPhones and a fucking TikTok stand. I love. I heard this. I heard this uh, quote the other day. Everything that gets in the way is the way. Mmm. I love. I love that. Yeah, heard that. Wow. It had to happen that way. Mm-hmm. Let me let me shout out this dude. This tech bro. The way yeah. that the way the world is working, go. You. This girl is phenomenal. She um, runs a company called Symbios or Symbios Symbios.com Symbiosinc.com mm-hmm. Accelerating evolution through communication. Symbios Technologies is a communications company that creates AI-powered products that bring unprecedented depth, memory, and serendipity to your conversations. We're crafting the highest fidelity way to communicate a new paradigm for messaging and audio where conversations transform. Can we, can you share her Instagram with her and maybe we can throw her on this thing? Yeah. Or maybe just look up the website. Her Instagram is sophiawaters.in. Sophia.waters.in. Can I see it? Yeah, bro. Thanks, man. That's so cool. Yeah. That Let sounds me, super interesting. Please. Yeah. Pee break, pee break. I like the idea of not editing anything out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We try not to. I think pretty much everything we've had is just straight. We got the file, yeah. throw it in there. Nice. Um, so we're trying to, we're trying to end it here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I, can we, can we go for like 20 more minutes? 20 more minutes. Yeah. What do you have to share with us? I got, a, I got a couple things that are really important to me. I want to talk about. Okay. I'm down. Really? Do you got to go? 20 minutes. Like, I don't want to hold you up. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're gonna, the thing is, the, the podcast is going to be like, we do an hour and then we keep it pretty straight. Though. We're in 12 minutes over. How, how long are you in Miami for? You want to do another podcast? I'd be down. We, we can just, we can, podcast. we can like, uh, I'm in Miami until I'm called out of Miami. Yes. Dude, we get throw it in the archives and throw it up. I'm about. We, we have to do, this. do a bunch of episodes. We could do this weekend. Can we cut it here and just keep, keep going after? Yeah, we probably put them, we probably put, wouldn't put them together though. Right. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm down. Yeah. All right. Till next right. time. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. To be continued. <laughs> to be continued. I love that. Apes out. Apes out.